Sunday, Betfair Edge. Play both sides of the bet this racing season with lay betting, exclusive to Betfair. What's gambling really costing you? Wherever you may be, right around the country, it is a couple of minutes past 11. Miles Fitzner with you, all thanks to Betfair, of course. And you can play both sides of the bet this racing season with lay betting, exclusive to Betfair. What's gambling really costing you? Well, we started with one T. Haylock, and he decided to board a plane sitting right at the back because he couldn't afford a business seat. Then we moved to Carl Kadawi. He was in for one, and now he is out. And we just keep moving up the ladder at Betfair. Liam Clancy jumps in the chair. Hello to you, Liam. Milo, they're, uh, they're really scraping the bottom of the barrel if I'm in here on a Sunday morning, aren't they? Hey, uh, what's going on? What's everyone at Betfair going that well that they're gallivanting around Europe or they're just not happy with their lives here in Australia? Well, I certainly don't think it's the bonuses they're getting paid. I reckon it must just be the, the base salaries they're all on. Uh, they're off to Europe. They're having a good time. They're trying to get a bit of a tan before they come back for the... Uh, for the rest of the Spring Carnival. Looking forward to doing this with you, especially the lay-bin coming up. You can join the conversation right around the country. 0499 736 736. 0499 736 736. Anything about sport or racing or anything that's grinding your gears, let us know. 0499 736 736. We always start, Liam, as we recap the NRL and the AFL scores right around the country. And it's... Look, I know we'll get to uh, the AFL in a little bit, but let's go back. The Raiders and the Broncos battled it out. The Broncos, 29, took care of the Raiders, 18. Uh, the Roosters absolutely belted West Tigers, 32 to 8. The Storm took care of the Titans, 37 to 16. The Dolphins couldn't get over the North Queensland Cowboys, 10 to 34 in favour of the Cowboys. The Warriors, 18, took care of the Dragons, uh, 18 to 6. And uh, the Eels, 32, took care of the Panthers, 18, with the Bulldogs and the Sea Eagles and the Knights and the Sharks left to play today. But things are hotting up a little bit in the NRL season. Yeah, they are. And and from uh, from where Penrith looked like they had everything cornered early in the season, now all of a sudden the Broncos are right back there. You know, Panthers are still around that 264 mark as favourites, but the Broncos are now 315. So right there in with a chance and the storm a little bit further back around about that 760 mark. It's, uh, I know there'll be a lot of Queenslanders on the Bronco train. Do not worry about that. Let's talk about the AFL. And uh, we'll start back uh, the other night. The Collingwood 101 belted the life out of the Bombers. I mean, that was lacklustre uh, to say the least. 101 to 31. Fremantle took care of Hawthorne, which in all rights they should have, but that was considered an upset in the bookies. It certainly Wasn't was. it? Which is crazy. But Hawthorne are that crazy side at the moment that I, I've got a Hawk mate who, who said the other day, he goes, I reckon if we were framing next year's market, we'd be about fourth favourite. Top four, they reckon already. <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah, they've got their head uh, with the sun don't shine at the moment. Uh, <laughs> North Melbourne. Well, we're going to get back to this. 132 to 97. You can send your texts on that because we are going to touch on it. The Lions took care of St Kilda. I thought St Kilda were good, 72 to 60. The Bulldogs, we called this game last night for AFL Nation. 104 took care of Geelong, 79. And the Adelaide Crows came out and uh, they went bang late against the Eagles, 123 to 78, with Taylor Walker kicking nine goals, four, and now leading the Coleman medal. And probably should be winning it, I would imagine. If <laughs> I think Charlie might just do a little hammy in the warm-up today. And, <laughs> and Mate, you'll upset a few here. <laughs> you'll upset a few. Former Crow... Um, I won't mention that. Um, 9-4, you said to me just off air, though, before, he had an opportunity to make that 10. 
Yeah, and, and talking seriously, I think Charlie, he's, he's probably going to get the job done today. But if Texan had just slotted that one from 30 metres out in the last couple of minutes, it would have made it a, a much more interesting contest today, I think. Well, it, yeah, then having to kick three to win it would just put a little bit of pressure on, yeah. wouldn't it? And for, and for the Texan, I bet he's sitting at home today in the ice bath doing the right thing and he's probably thinking, geez, I wish I just had one more up my sleeve to make it an interesting contest. It, he's done a hell of a job, the Texan. He was cast a few years ago. He was. He and, was cast. And that, his knee was, was no good and he, he looked like he was almost done and he's, he's really revitalised himself this year and probably playing just as good a footy as he ever has. Uh, let's get back to... This is essentially the elephant in the room, right? The North Melbourne Gold Coast game. Now, I'm not sure how I can phrase this. <laughs> if, if North Melbourne go out and lose, then it hangs over everyone's head. They say, oh, well, they lost for the first round draft pick, right? They tanked. They come out and win... And the masses are coming out saying they're crazy. They've just lost the number one draft pick. They can't... It's lose-lose for them. I, I, I'm really interested to see what the listeners have got to say about this because I thought if you're a North Melbourne supporter, you'd be really angry about yesterday. And, um, and now they, they find themselves in a situation where, you know, a few of them are saying, we actually really enjoyed it. We, we like it and we've got probably pick two and pick three. And, and how different is that? But, I mean, Harley Reid could be an absolute superstar and now you've got no idea. You, you've, you've sent him over to the West. They're talking genera once-in-a-generation player or whatever they say, but they said that last year too about Horn Francis. And, I mean, he's not there either. Um, but, yes, he wanted to go home. Harley Reid wanted to stay in Melbourne. Uh, it, it's, a, it's an odd feeling because you just... They don't want to win another wooden spoon. Like, winning culture is good culture. And uh, the one point that I really take out of this as well is you don't want to be going into next year with a 21-game losing streak hanging over your head and when's our next win coming. So I do understand that, but, oh, geez, if if, uh, if I was a Roos supporter, I don't know if I'd be too happy about last night. And also, you've got to see, like, see where, is, like, where are the Gold Coast at? I mean, I know they've made the coaching change, but fair income. Like, where are they at? And it's, a, it's been one of those seasons, right? Like, I think if you, two, three weeks ago, Gold Coast is still thinking they might even host a home final, whereas now they sit there and they've wallowed down to 15th on the ladder only a couple of games ahead of Hawthorne. It, it's, I mean, even Essendon, you could argue too, like a lot of their supporters, they were up and about by round five, six or seven, whatever it was, and it just it goes to show you can't really judge teams. Malcolm Blight told me this. He said, mate, you never, ever judge a side until after about round 12 or 13, yeah. ever. And the, and the Bombers fans are coming for him as well. Oh. They, they, they are very disenchanted by what they've been seeing on the pitch. What's the, Where's that a Twitter account at? Days since Essendon's last final win. Oh, I, I stopped checking in on that. It's, it's pretty uh, ugly reading for oh. the Bombers fans. Um, can we quickly touch on the premiership market? This would be fascinating. Oh, if we had to run through them. This is fascinating today, though. We're Carlton GWS. GWS win and you're in. Um, and the... Bulldogs then miss out. The Bulldogs be sweating. We spoke to Ed Richards after our broadcast last night and he said, look, we'll all probably get together and watch the game. The late one tonight. But um, I don't think the Dogs, if they play anything like they did last night, they can't do any damage in the finals. They're, uh, they're uh, you know, they're $75 for the flag and I think you'd uh, right. be pretty happy to lay that at this stage. Yep. Um, you got the Pies who, after disposing of the Bombers on Friday night, they're 395 into 365, so still favourites. I think Brisbane are the funny one, right? Like, because they play so well up there at the Gabba, 
but can they win a flag having to come to the G? Um, they're $4, their second favourite. And the Ds, they're four sixty, and uh, and they're the ones that are probably the quiet sleepers. I'm I'm big on if Brisbane play at their best, they can win it, even at the G. Yep, if they play at their best, they can win it. If, if Joey kicks five, Hipwood kicks a couple, Neil has a day out, Rayner plays well, Jeez, he was good McCluggage. Luck. He was good do you know what I mean? Like they've got the list to win it. Yeah. Um, I think Melbourne and Collingwood have both got the list to win it. Carlton seem to have the X factor. That that they if the you know Kerno goes off and Cripps goes mad, then they can probably win it. It I don't think it's clear cut. I'm on the sort of baggers and the Brisbane train really. And what about Port Adelaide? Where do they sit for you? I, I don't think they can win it. Can't do it. No, just relying on Butters and Rosie a bit too much. Well, yeah, I, I probably just don't have the firepower for mine. And I mean, all indications are pointing that they. Um, that they're sort of running out of legs pretty quick. Yeah, it feels that way coming towards the end. They were, they were big up-and-comers early in the season, you, but not they so won much anymore. 12 or 13 in a row or something, and, I mean, you can't peak too early in this. I mean, it's the story of my life, really. <laughs> but <laughs> Now, talk to me. Your, uh, your cats, they're, they're obviously not going to be there this year, so well, who, who, who are you going to be supporting come finals I time? think I'm... I'm, I've always been Brisbane second team man because a couple of guys from where I come from, Lockie Neal and Lincoln McCarthy, are both from where I'm from. Um, so I've always had Brisbane in the back of my mind. But, geez, I'd love to see Carlton. I'm on the bagger train. I'd love to see Carlton just wreck through the finals and a couple of big teams and just... Because the whole city would be a buzz. If Carlton wrecked a few and just, bang, took down, say, Collingwood or a Melbourne or someone on, you know, a Friday night, it'd be... Like, Carlton in the prelim, would, the, the place would be going off. But, I think but, it's good for the comp. Carlton make a grand final or a prelim, it's really good for the competition. I think the green room's going off. Tomo's pretty happy oh, about this. Mate. <laughs> $13.50 they still are for the flag, and they're coming in that well. Oh, I think you could. it's a bit of a back-to-lay proposition, maybe. Oh, we said that a little while out too, but you could take the thirteen fifty. hope they win a first final, they'll be, what, $6, yeah, 7 bucks. Right in. So make the money, lay them out. 0499 at 736 736. Get your texts in, uh, a couple in. Scotty from Bayswater. Um, he got Acromantula. Yep, speedy horse, Acromantula. That's nearly a jug. That's <laughs> nearly a jug, Liam. Uh, morning, Miles and Liam. Went to the rugby yesterday, and my backboard is Ryan Pappenhausen, however you spell it, making his comeback after 400-odd days for the storm after his knee injury. The roar when he came on was spine-tingling. Great for him to be back. Have a ripper. Good on you, big fella. And uh, Braden said, he's a ripper too, Braden. Yeah, it's always lose-lose. You can't win in the eyes of the media unless you win a flag. Apart from that, it's a failure. If you don't get a three-peat, it's a failure or a waste. Look at the talk around the dogs in Melbourne. I think the dogs have definitely been a failure. The list they've got, that they were the, the list they've got, they should be playing better than what they are. And especially you see them play last night, and, geez, they just look a mile off the pace, don't they? They just scrubbed across the line. The, I've also got Have one. you got you got some there? I've, I've got a couple here, but um, the, the, the interesting one, boys, the Coleman would be over by quarter time. The King will take care of the business. They they love <laughs> they love it, the blue supporters, they, don't they? Geez, you've got a fair few Coleman's, not too many uh, finals wins in, the, <laughs> in there at the Baggers. <laughs> Any others off uh, off your line? Uh, yeah. If Harley Reid becomes the Dusty or Danger, this, this win will mean a lot, and I think that's obviously a fair one. And that's what everyone's worried about, right? And then uh, we've got Eric, who's come in and said, if Carlton win, Bulldogs are in the finals and they could be playing Carlton in week one of the finals. Lose and it's over for the doggies. You would see Carlton would want that, right? Carlton would want that. Any team in the eight currently would want to play Bulldogs around one of the finals. Oh, and you'd, you'd, They're the most... St Kilda have just come good again. 
St Kilda have just come good again the last few weeks. They look like they've sharpened right up. But you'd probably want you'd want Port the yeah you'd probably want Port I'd reckon or or the Dogs at the moment. I think. And, and it's an interesting one on that. I mean, for my, like, there's a bit of conjecture about who's going to win Coach of the Year, but it's it's got to be Ross Lyon. It has to be. With, with that sort of list that he's had, and he's had most of his best players out for a lot of it, he's got him into a, a home final for has, the first time in a long time. Has to be. Uh, that's the issue, Miles, with the Lions. They have rarely have played our best this year. Not sure if it's if it is there or not, to be honest. Great that we are second, but who knows what lays ahead. They need the home prelim. Home prelim and get him in, and then anything, they can do it on the day. If, if they're in the granny, I'll be with them, unless it's probably the baggers. Uh, let's jump to a break. Guess what's coming up on the other side of this lane? It's lay-bin time. <laughs> and uh, I've got a few things in my sights, a few different odd ones, a few little things that annoy me just on day-to-day basis, a few things that um, have just sort of like crept into my list over the week, but we'll, uh, we'll get to that on the other side. If you've got lay-bins... Let us have it. 0499 at 736 736. A lay bin coming up right after this. All thanks to Betfair. You can play both sides of the bet this racing season with lay betting exclusive to Betfair. What's gambling really costing you for free confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. You're listening to the Sunday Betfair Edge on SEN. Sunday Betfair Edge. Play both sides of the bet this racing season with lay betting exclusive to Betfair. What's gambling really costing you? Welcome back to the Betfair Edge right around the country on your Sunday morning. It's your sports fix. Miles Fitzner, Liam Clancy, all thanks to Betfair. Back and lay racing exotics at Betfair. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit the Gambling Help online at gamblinghelponline.org.au. Hey, Liam, this is my favourite time of the week. This is my dead set favourite time of the week. Here we are. in everyone's favourite segment because all we do is, well, whinge. We've also got the backboard, of course. The backboard's oh, usually a bit quieter than the Yeah, the backboard's though. normally quieter. It's Australian culture, right? We, now, uh, the new ball, it's you know, the, the Australian fast bowler. The new ball, I'm giving you the new ball. We can just ease into this too. We can go just past 12.30 as well. The new ball is all yours, Liam. What have you got just to kick us away on the lay-bin? All right, I'm going to start uh, by going straight at Ticketek. Uh, and, and the Ticketek Lounge, it looks fantastic. It looks magnificent. It says ten, in 10 seconds you will enter the lounge and you'll be able to get whatever ticket you, your heart desires. And then you sit there for an hour and a half and you're still waiting to try and buy the weekend tickets and it's, it's just a frustrating ticket. And you think, well, Taylor Swift going back a couple of months now, I think she actually broke the site, and, yep. it, and it's never come back ever since. So Ticketek's uh, first off the agenda. We're today. in the modern day and age where you can do a lot of things. I mean, the Indians just put a slanted on the moon. Uh, we've got um, you can sync your phone to your TV, but you can't go online and just buy a ticket. You can't buy a ticket. It's weird. And, and you've got the funds there waiting to be transferred, but they just can't give it to now, you. Yeah, they do a great job with us here at the station too, Ticketek, and by no <laughs> means are our opinions associated with Ticketek whatsoever. But <laughs> but. Ticket tech, we just we can just little tweak a few little tweaks. And if they do have any freebie tickets, I'm very <laughs> happy to just swing my opinion around. Because you don't want to wait in the lounge. Yes, exactly right. right. Hey, yeah, uh, I've got a couple. Um, I'm going a little rogue today. Dishcloths. I've got a. Ri- I've, 
Look, I'm a bit of a hygiene guy. I'd like to be clean. People that have the, the soppy, wet dishcloths in their kitchen in their house, they grab them, they use them for the plates, then they use them for the um, countertop, then they use them for the range hood, like the cooktop, and then every now and then a kid grabs it and he spills milk on the floor and then he wipes that and it goes back in the sink and they go wet and soppy and sit in the bottom of the sink. There are no dishcloths in my house. There's no dishcloth no, at all? No, there is no dishcloth in my house. Now, are you one of those weirdos that has a different scrubbing device for every different piece in the no, kitchen? No, I'm not. I, I, the bench tops all get the spray and wipe and paper towel. Yep. Right? And then you, you've got a, like, one of the sponges, I don't know what, with a coarse side and another side, which is only used for scrubbing pans on the coarse side only. That's it. And that b- remains under the sink. No dishcloth on the sink. And I, ha- I, I don't think I'm strange in that. I, they're like, so, you know, they go slimy and they they're sort of when they sit and the kids throw them in the back of the bottom of the sink or your housemates wipe with something or whatever. Now, I live on my own for a reason because people are gross. <laughs> but fair income, dishcloths can get in the bin. And what about sinks in general? Does anything sit in the bottom of your sink? No, it, never. Yeah. There's never anything in my sink. Okay. Ever. Do you know what? I actually, I... I Funnily enough, I was hoping to rip you on this, but I actually agree with you. <laughs> yeah. so, 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 I'm, I'm going to wait for your next lay-in so I can rip you on that instead. Ne- but ne- I, I agree with the hygiene in the kitchen. You can't rip me on this. If there's something in your teeth, or like, and I've experienced this, I've just had nose surgery, right? Or there's something on your nose, like I was having blood pouring out of my nose for two weeks, right? If you've got something on your face or in your teeth, tell the person you're talking to. You can't sit there and have a coffee with someone and have a 40-minute conversation and then you get up and you just go to the bathroom and you're washing up and you look in the mirror and you've got a bit of blood hanging out of my nose or something or, or you've got a chia seed in your teeth, tell them. It's, it's a height of ignorance not to. I think it completely depends on the person that you're with. No. If, if you like them, absolutely, tell them. If you don't like them, leave a little, oh. a little something for them later in the day. Oh, you reckon? Look, yeah, you look good. You look great. Yeah, you, you've, you've come out on this Sunday morning looking very, very fresh. All right. What else have you got? Uh, all right, next, uh, we're gonna, I'll tell you what really has grinded my gears recently is when you go to a bar and you order a cocktail and you, you, you're paying your 25 bucks and you're hoping you're going to get something really delicious. And you, 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 I'll be back in five minutes to grab it. Like, no, 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 wait here. It'll be ready in 20 seconds. And they pour it out of the tap. And they just say, yep, here's your espresso martini. That'll be 25 bucks and it Ooh. comes to you in five seconds. This is a bit, pre- this is a bit precious. <laughs> this, is, this is real Tom Haylock area, is no, this? No, no, no. Well, losing not... touch with the common man. No, like I'm paying for the, the service for them to create the cocktail. It's, they're a mixologist, these people, and I want to see them mix it up. <laughs> and, and Brew my cocktail. Exactly. I'm not waiting for just some guy who's 18 years old and he's just learned how to pour a beer and he's just pouring an espresso martini. I can't have it. Oh, yeah, I'm... I, tend, I think the cost of some of those drinks can go straight in the bin. Yeah. If you charge me 15 bucks for, for a one out of the tap, I'm happy with that. All right, here's one. I experienced it this morning on the way here. The people now, cafes and this is going to be really unpopular, this. I've got a feeling. Cafes and pubs, people that are obsessed with taking their dogs in the venues to the table. Like, if you take your dog for a walk, fine, I get it, you love your dog. Like, there are other diners, right? But people that think they've got this right, like this morning, I'm in the cafe, there would be five people in there. Now, I love dogs. Love dogs. I've dated a few, right? <laughs> but <laughs> but the, it's not your right that, that they must accept your dog. Like, there are other diners, there are people there taking dogs in. 
into pubs and into places where people are trying to eat and, and drink and go out for something really nice, they don't belong there. Now, to the people in the Blind Society and the God Dogs Association, service dogs and support dogs are accepted in this. You cannot take your pets to a cafe or a restaurant or a bar. Nice to see you're reasonable and you're accepting the service dogs. You have to accept the service dogs and, and, and for good reason. But pets in public dining spaces are an absolute lay-bin of the highest order. It's funny, I actually just grabbing a coffee this morning. This, uh, this lady had her dog at the front door and said, you stay, you stay. And, I, and she went in to order a coffee and this dog was having absolutely none of it. It kept following in the whole time. Every time she'd put it out the front, they'd come straight back in. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm big on the pets. It's, I don't know, it must be because I'm a hygiene thing, right? So I'm a bit like, I'm sitting there trying to eat like a, a nice meal that I've paid for and I've got this like labradoodle eyeing me off from a metre and a half away. It's like, you're not getting any of this, bud. Like, I'm not sitting at home on my lounge. No, no pets. A little bit of support for you. Amen, Milo. Hate the dishcloth. Yep. The, the dishcloth's gross. Have you got any others there? I do. Any other support? Well, I've got some support for the 100% pre-made cocktails. Not happy about it from Andy and Veronia. Yep. And uh, we've got a, a lay bin of from, from Cole in Hawthorne. Yep. Hey, lads, don't you hate drivers that instead of driving straight into a car park front first, they stop all traffic while they go 90 degrees right and reverse back slowly while everyone waits. Agree. Completely agree with that, Completely Cole. agree. Um, people that go for a, a Red Bull energy drink or a Coke at 6am in the morning. <laughs> Get in the bin. I, I, I have sympathy for anyone who's trying to study for an exam, and that's about yeah. where it stops. Yeah, you can't go, like, big supporter of Coke. Shout out to Tim Robinson and the full team at Coca-Cola. I love you guys. But it's 6am or 7am in the morning, the old pie and Coke that early. Oh, This is fast becoming a shout-out podcast at the moment. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I just went to Baker's Delight to get my bread, and two people walk in there with their dogs. Can't have it. Yeah, okay, I, I'm... Like, why is it, And it seems to be, compared to Adelaide... This is a Melbourne thing. <laughs> it's like they're in... I've, I've seen people arguing in, in pubs here in South Melbourne, or south of the river, I call it, because it's south and north, right? Yeah. And they're saying, no, 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 like they're saying you can't bring your dog in here, and they're saying, no, I've got every right to bring my dog in here. Grab your manager. Like, no. It's a place of food service. I actually... You're getting more support than I ever thought Re you would. Really? Well I said. This well, would be why do dogs have to come to the cafe? I've been saying this for years from Simon. <laughs> yeah. G is on here. I hate dogs in cafes. Add to the dog talk, laying those that take their dogs on aircraft. If you need that much emotional support, stay home. Scotty from both. <laughs> no, service dogs are okay, Scotty. Um, what else have we got? Now, while we're talking about this, so cafes are obviously very popular in Melbourne, not, not as so in Adelaide, where we're both from. I think what they've got over in Adelaide, they've got great bakeries. We just don't have it here. They, they, you go to the local bakery and that's where you get your coffee in Adelaide and you get a little a little pastry while you're at it. Yep. I, I, I want more of it here. You just can't find it. Yeah, not enough bakeries. Fair. Um, Roy's talking about Bunnings and Churnside Park. G'day, lads. Laying myself, getting the quaddy for the quarterthon app on Wednesday and Friday and not having anything on. Yeah, Roy, get in the bin. You can't put Cordy's up and not take him, son. That's, you need to take them. Ticketmaster and Ticketek uh, from Braden. Uh, Rach just chimed in too. She said they're also the, the service fees for Ticketek. She Whoa. said you can't have the service fees if you're sitting in the lounge. 
then you got the bloody service fees. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad they're getting on top of this. The oh. processing fees. Miles up for a fair income whinge, baking paper on the backboard, but glad wrap and aluminium foil packaging in the bin. Nothing more frustrating. No of any hacks to make life easier. Yeah, surely it's called Tupperware, son. <laughs> uh, Tony's got you in the gun. Is that opposed to 6am in the afternoon? <laughs> he's, he's pulled you up on the am in the morning. Tony, get in the bin, mate. Uh, g'day, lads. Um, lay bin annoys me. The time lost every time after a, a bad centre bounce. Simple solution um, is the time clock does not start. should only start when the umpires call play on when he's happy with his bounce. You know what, big fella? I reckon the bounce can just get in the bin in its all in itself. Get rid of it. No one wants it. No one likes it. It's only the old school dinosaur traditionalists that still want the centre bounce at football and the umpires because they want something to train for, right? Do you know what? It, 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 it makes umpiring as a whole more difficult anyway. And when, we, and when we don't have that many umpires waiting in the wings to take over, you're just making it one more step more difficult. When did they get rid of the bounce around the ground? What year was that? Oh. I can't even remember ever seeing a bounce Some around the ground. big fella will probably know. Um, here we go. Robbo, as SEN's residential health inspector, it's against the Food Act. Dob them in. Good idea, Robbo. Couldn't agree more. Leave dogs outside. Disgusting. Do I have to watch it licking its backside while I eat? Paddo in Hillsville. I'm getting a lot of love here. 100% correct, Milo. Yesterday at the local footy, the flocks that bring their dogs make me spew up. Yeah. It's at the local footy. They're just taking him to the park. Now, no, nah, like your dogs, you take the dog for the walk. It's your pet. It's not the world's pet. <laughs> Milo, RE the dogs. It feels like a long way back because these cafes often have social pages for the dogs that frequent the said venue. You know what, Josh? On that, if you make an Instagram for your pet, get in the sea. Get in the sea. If you make an Instagram, you know, like... Um, little Ralphie and then you put your last name on the end and you're taking photos of your dog and talking like your dog and you're putting Instagram posts up on behalf of your dog or your cat, even worse. What about you are, child? You are of the lowest percentile of the population. You're at, you're at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Please tell presenter on his high horse about dogs in cafes. It's either 6am or 6 in the morning, not both. Yep. You've been clipped twice for it. 6am in the morning. You can get stuffed. Over the bounce, now it can go. Um, G is saying you got to pick it up. Got one sniping job and still remember that day I got uh, yeah, something in the face from a dog. Service dogs are different to emotional support dogs. Yeah, there's a, been a big push for that. I'm backing the extreme late betting move on Betfair for Gringotts in the last at the Valley. It meant that the Betfair SP for Najim Sahail ended up 595. I wonder how Ozzy Kieran and Johnny O'Neill are feeling. Mm. Yeah, it was a tough finish for them. Dogs in cafes must be mutually exclusive, obnoxious owners. Yep. And the only restaurant dogs, um, oh, yeah, can't read that, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Kev the Carpenter said, I'm an old dinosaur. I want the bounce kept. Well, at least I'm now aware. Kev the Carpenter, you know I love you, but the bounce has got to go. We've desperately got a break, but keep the lay bins coming. Jeez, I've really gone. <sighs> dogs in cafes. I reckon that's one of my, some of my best work. Especially when you thought you were going to cop heat for it. I thought, was gonna be un- I thought it was going to be unpopular. But get the pets out of the cafes. And, and by the way... If you or your child has an Instagram account for their pet and talks on their behalf, they need a good hard talking to. Let's go to the news. Back in a moment. Welcome back. Sunday, Ben Fair Edge, right around the country. Miles Fitzner with you, Liam Clancy, or thanks to Betfair, back and lay racing exotics at Betfair. You can play both sides of the bet this racing season with lay betting exclusive to Betfair. What's gambling really costing you free and confidential support? 
Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Couple of things. Um, we've got a poll going up on Twitter. The poll is the SEN, it's at SEN track, of course, in the Betfair Edge poll. Will the Bulldogs make the eight? Swanee chimed in earlier. He said, I hope it's a draw. Make it really interesting between Carlton and the Giants. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Um, Braden chimed in. Tips yesterday were on fire. Got a back tags and moles yesterday. Was insane. Should have had more on. He had a bad finish, oh, Braden, with St. Lawrence and Gringotts and See You in Heaven. The last three didn't go very good. I love Swanee's text. Roy's is um, still talking Oscar Allen first goal. G'day, lads. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. Bounce around the ground, eliminated by 12. The rules committee for the 2013 season, Miles. Good on you, big fella. Thanks for letting me know. Uh, get in the bin. 20-leg footy multis. Keep losing by one leg. <laughs> Shane and Karen Downs. You've got to be careful with your multis. And get pets out of cafes and get rid of the term fur baby. Oh, yes, Kev. I love my dogs, but it's not a bloody baby. It's a family pet. Yep. If you say fur baby, uh, you need your head red. Now, the poll's up. Will the Bulldogs make the eight? Head to SEN track and vote. Uh, we want you to go to the poll. It's time for our Betfair sort of education segment. We love our Betfair education segment. But this is big one for Betfair because uh, it's changed. And this is, a, oh, this is one of the great changes to Betfair, I think, in the last five years. It's pretty exciting, Milo. Uh, so what we're now offering is Quinella and Exacta Markets on every thoroughbred and every greyhound race in Australia. I'll rate it. It's very exciting. I think instead of just laying a horse, you can lay any number of combinations you want and then you also have the added benefit of knowing what price you're taking for, for any of these selections as well. Yeah, it's well, it's fully exposed and it's peer-to-peer exchange betting. This is what we love. And then if you've get, now got your exotic markets involved with that, this is what we love. And the products are just growing and growing. So this is a really exciting one. So every single thoroughbred and every single greyhound race in Australia. Right. Quinellas and exactors. So Quinellas it's an exciting and, time. Quinellas and exactors now at Betfair. Go and get a Betfair account. If you don't know, um, we say this time and time again, just go to Tom Alock's Twitter, DM him. You can go to Tom Alock's Instagram. You can DM him and he will handle all your personal inquiries. And he loves it too. Even when he's over in Europe, he still really wants you to get on there. Actually, we should do something here. Tom Alock is in Europe. Can everyone please, right around the country right now, can you go and find Tom Haylock on Facebook? And send him a friend request. That'd be really... I really think we should just wind him up a little bit. Not so, only that, it's about 2 a.m. over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to wake up in the morning and have Go and light his phone up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> I just... That just came to me. Yeah. Go and send him a friend request. We love that for Tommy. Uh, race one at Hobart, about to run here. We're with the two here. Um, GG's my boy um, at Hobart. Uh, that's what we're going to run with. The two here at Hobart in the first... Um, had a lazy recently get very upset because I got the woolly staff to get her to remove her dog from the store. To make it worse, she had it sitting in her trolley. Gross. Yeah, this is funny. I've got one of these as well. Oh, yuck. Because I had to sit... Like, the clowns that now feel the need to take their pets to Buddings and the trolley and wheel them around. Jason Windsor, thank you very much for that. But that, that's, that's, that's just another one. I've got one here. Not everyone loves your dog as much as you with fur floating in the air then are offended when you ask them to leave. Some people even have a fear of dogs, they say. There's a specific dog cafes for those that want it rather than sniffing around my groin. I have a dog but don't want to inflict her on others. Thanks from Marbles. I, I reckon I've got some traction here. I reckon, Tomo, can you wake something up on Twitter? Do you agree with Miles? Pets in cafes are a no. And let's, look, I've probably ruled myself out of every cafe market in Melbourne here. <laughs> every, cof, 
every co- every back or leg. Yep, every coffee I have now is going to be spat in by the hipster barista. <laughs> hey, quick one here from Ronnie. G'day, lads. I'm putting the All-Australian selectors on notice if Larky doesn't make the side. Thoughts on this? I love it. It's, it well, we were actually having this conversation in a group chat last week about whether Larky deserves to be there, and this is before he's kicked nine on the weekend. And I think at that stage he'd kicked 62 goals in a side that have won two games for the year. Now he's got 71 with with one of the worst performed sides of the year. I think it's an unbelievable effort. Well, I was just trying to pull the stats up and it started playing some highlights, but um, there's a few forwards like that because Oscar Allen's kicked 53 for the Eagles as well. Now, Larky's 71, but Oscar Allen's kicked 53 for a side that's the worst side in the AFL in probably 20-odd years. And he was doing all the right thing for the same game multiplayers for a while there. He He kicked a goal in every game for, I think, about 13 or 14 in a row. But it's, you can't have too many forwards. I mean, Kurnow and Walker probably have to make it. They're the locks. And then you've got, you can't have, like, Toby Green's been a star. So then you can't have, you, like, we, you're starting to run out here. Yeah, oh, but oh, who are the other, who's, who's going to be your other forward pocket? Well, you probably have a, a small forward, like Charlie Cameron, if you're picking a side. Hey, just quietly, um, you want to talk about people that are, um, like, just rolling along and ticking along and, like in the form of their lives? Yes. Yeah, um, that would be me because the two wins at Hobart. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go to a break. Back in a moment. This is what we do. We ban dogs from cafes and we back winners at Hobart. $3.60. Miles Fitz to Liam Clancy. Away we go. You're listening to the Sunday Betfair Edge on SEN. Sunday, Betfair Edge. Play both sides of the bet this racing season with Lay Betting, exclusive to Betfair. What's gambling really costing you? Play both sides of the bet this racing season with Lay Betting, exclusive to Betfair. What's gambling really costing you? Uh, for free and confidential support, gamblinghelponline.org.au. We've got a stack of texts we're going to get through here. Um, Oh, look, we'll kick him away with a couple of ones because I reckon you've got... We've got different text machines, right? You've got the 1116 one and I've got the SE and track one. Um, Damien said, Dusty walks into the forward line for All-Australian. Well, half forward for sure, doesn't he? He's had a pretty good year. Oh, does he walk in? Oh, I don't know. He's in the squad for sure. I Do- think a, a bloke's like Dusty, that, do they just get an extra year or two just because of the name? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> He's a superstar, that's why. A dogs to miss finals coincides with dogs in cafes lay bin. Robrick in the lay bin, throw you miles into the lay bin for the day. Robrick, um, we're going to talk about that in a while, Nathan from Sunshine. Uh, good morning, Miles. I don't know what's worse, watching... Um, oh, yeah, Bill from Eltham. Can't read that. <laughs> hey, gents, does adding exactors and quinellas mean trifectas, first fours and SRMs will be next to Betfair? Good question. Well, everything's coming. We're trying to... The product team are getting there as close as, as quickly as they can. But, I mean... To the guy earlier who mentioned that he missed his uh, same-game multis by another by one leg again, uh, hop on to Betfair and you can start laying those same-game multis and that'll uh, and you'll be happy either way. Right, I took the two at Hobart for 205 when I saw the drift. I was too scared to go again. A win's a win. Good on you, Kev. All right, I'm a dog person, but ease up on the dogs. What I think stinks is people calling their kids cadults. Who says that? <laughs> they are children. When they want to include them in your adult convos and make them the centre of attention, get in the bin. I grew up when kids were meant to be seen, not heard. Bring it back, JB from Croy. No, 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 JB, I'm a dog person. I'm just saying they don't belong in cafes. I'm a dog guy. Cats suck. I mean, if you've got a cat, like, yeah, like, I don't know what 
who are you? But I'm a dog guy. I've got Dickie the Kelpie, I'd knock the Labrador, I'm a, a love dogs. They just don't belong in cafes. And come on, Miles, see you in Evan was a good thing beaten. He took on Savage to excel in a very fast pace. Jake Nenon was smoking the pipe, sitting one back, uh, one out, one back on Sione. It was back from six and a 360. It was, I, see you in Evan just went too hard, and I think. I just had to wait with the clan. Dollar um, 08 in run. What? Dollar 08. Yeah, so dollar 08 would suggest it was a good thing beaten. Yep. Yep. Honestly, Fitz, now you can get in your own lay bin. Oh, hang on. What? Fancy not welcoming patrons with their dogs. Never trust anyone that doesn't love pets. Lighten up. Must love dogs. Fur babies are us. I don't have a name for this. I wish I had a name for this. There's got... uh, See, coward, mate. But off you go. Coward. Coward. Fur babies for life and didn't (laughs) want to put your name to it. You're a coward. Fur babies are us. That's sensational. New SEN t-shirt. Flogs with dogs. (laughs) (laughs) From Luke in South Yarra. Hey, Lukey, if you're in South Yarra, I'm welcome. Uh, you're welcome to have a beer at my place any time. That's elite. <laughs> now, now, I love dogs, but dogs in cafes are a no-no. Unless it's a service dog. There's a few prerequisites here. A little uh, service announcement from uh, an Andrew from Tullamarine. Uh, hey, boys, just watched an interview on YouTube with Mark Bomber-Thompson. Such a good interview and good to hear him speak about footy again. Ankle Sob Podcast is the YouTube channel. Thanks, Andrew. I mean, it's probably his own. You'd have to imagine so. He's uh, <laughs> probably he's his own podcast. Right up. Yeah. There you go, mate. You got the shout out, Andrew. <laughs> um, Milo, as Taggart uh, had another incident, where is the little fella from D's? Where is Tags? Well, Tags has never been on before midday, ever. Ever. Uh, and ha, yeah, no cats for me. JB from Coroit. On your miles. On your JB. Formerly of Illawa. You got any others on that bad boy? Plenty of support for Nick Larkey to make the All-Australian side. Um, the, the Roos supporters haven't had much to cheer about and they're getting right on the bandwagon here. I don't mind it. Um, I don't mind it at all. Uh, what uh, Can we get a... We're nearly at the end of the season. Can we get an updated Brownlow market and then we'll do an AFL and an NRL premiership market in the last three minutes here, please, Liam? Because we're sort of... We're winding up last in the season. It's a great man. Tagster walks in. We're still four minutes to the end of the show. Oh, He's got me in the gun. What have I done now? Driving. My car park. Oh, I, oh, I took your car park. You've never parked in the same car park ever. My weekend car park. Oh, oh well. Always parked there. All right. Liam, what have we got through the markets for Betfair? Now, it's an interesting one. So, Dacos is holding his position. He, he was favourite coming into the weekend for the Brownlow at $3.10. The Brownlow predictor... Has has Dacos around about the three dollar? Uh, sorry, 30, 30 votes. Is that is he on top? He he was on top before this uh, before this round. So what? Who's on top now? And now the bond. They what? How many they give him last night? They haven't updated yet this morning. But I, are we thinking one? I'm thinking one. Thinking I was there. One. Bond was on twenty seven, so that would only get him up to twenty eight. Yet he's now into outright favoritism at two dollars fifty eight. It's been right three of the last four years, hasn't it? It has, and usually right on the money. So whether whether you're believing that or not, I think Dacos is a fascinating one. Do you reckon, you reckon he's there on the night? I want him to win it now. You want a second-year player. Like, you want to break these sort of, you know, stigmas and moulds. I reckon it's good for the game if Dacos wins it. Well, they, well, I mean, they always say, right, like it takes a year to get noticed, but the Dacos name and the, way, and the manner in which he plays probably gets him up there. Just quickly, um, Nick McColder from Racing Preview is going to join us in about 15 minutes, but he's with second act here in the first at Ballarat over the jumps. So we'll get to the NRL and AFL premiership markets.
NRL AFL Premiership market. If we can. We certainly can. So NRL Premiership market, which we touched on a, a little bit earlier, but Penrith, the favourites, 264. Broncos, second line of betting, $3.20. Storm rounds out those in single figures at $7.60. And then we head over to the AFL side of things, and this is where it's going to be fascinating. I think, and, and the beauty of it is, final day of the season, and we're not even done yet. We don't even know what the final holds. But the Pies are on top, three sixty-five. Brizzy second, four dollars, and then we got the D's, four dollars thirty, and Port Adelaide still pretty popular at six sixty. So those obviously the, the the four with the double chance dominating the market. The blue bag is the rough chance at thirteen dollars. Uh, we ask everyone that comes in here, uh, have you got a tip for today? Anyway. A tip for today. Um, or give me a five, and I'll find well, something. Well, it can for be. Us. You've got about. Uh, you've got thirty-eight seconds. Thirty-eight to seconds. find. It, it can be sport. It can be NRL. It can be AFL. It can be racing. Um, a couple of texts here. Hey, Miles. Can I get a shout out to my eleven-year-old bulldog Buddha, who had to be put to sleep this week. He was never in a cafe and doesn't have an Instagram page. Andrew and Cranny. Well, that, mate, it's the saddest thing you'll ever do is put your pet down. So shout out to you, Andrew, and hope you're all right, brother. Tags, when are we partnering up in Baccarat again? Andrew Mill Park. Hey, boys, tuned in, putting on uh, new sprouts on the house. Troy from Denali. Um, the comfort dog term drives me batty. Peter from Moonda Bay and Big Fella. I can't read that, but that's a great text. Uh, you got a tip for us today? Back to lay? Uh, look, we're just going to go with the Ds to get the job done over the Swannies. Uh, main, mainly because they're the outsiders and I just don't think they should be. All righty, yeah. Decent bit, Swannies. Liam, unbelievable by you. It's actually... This could be the best debut of anyone on Betfair Edge. You reckon tell the boys I, to is, stay over in Europe? I reckon, well, it's not like we need them. <laughs> best debut. Uh, like, we got, we got you next week? Uh, you've got me no more. This is it. This is it? Yep. One hit wonder. One hit wonder. Go out on a high. Thanks, mate. Enjoy those $25 express. Echo uh, Sealy's did it. Espresso martinis out of the tap. <laughs> on your mind, mate. <laughs> Liam Clancy from Betfair. Hey, coming up on the other side of this, trackside, David Taggart. Don't forget, quarterthons on today. I'll just put a sunny coast one up. We're going to pick all the quaddies out. Trackside, coming at you.